Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello and welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Monty Walden. In recent years, I've noticed increasing interest in ideas such as organic wines, so-called natural wines, and biodynamic wines. I'll read for you some excerpts from my book, Biodynamic Wine, and follow up with some commentary on the topics covered. For those interested in acquiring the full biodynamic wine text, it's available from my publisher, Infinite Ideas, who right now is offering a discount of 15% through July 31st, 2020. To get the discount, use the code, which is bio15off, at infiniteideas.com. That's bio, which is a B-I-O-1-5-O-F-F. Though Rudolf Steiner died not long after his 1924 agriculture course, other practitioners have continued to build upon and refine biodynamic preparations. This week, we take a look at some biodynamic sprays and techniques that Steiner himself did not explicitly contemplate, as well as some of the people that have continued to carry the biodynamic torch. Other Biodynamic Sprays and Techniques In March 1925, less than a year after giving his agriculture course, Rudolf Steiner died. Before his death, Steiner maintained that in an age of increasing empiricism, it was perfectly natural that the spiritual and scientific indications the course contained, the course being the agriculture course, should be verified by testing. An experimental circle was established, supported by the Faculty of Science at the Gothianium in Switzerland. Initially, research focused on proving Steiner's biodynamic preparations did have measurable effects. Since then, various biodynamic practitioners worldwide have refined Steiner's biodynamic indications or developed wholly new ones for sprays and spraying. In 1928, 66 farms were using what had become known as the Biological Dynamic Method, or Biodynamics. Food produced using biodynamic methods now had its own Demeter trademark, while the experimental circle had 148 members. After Rudolf Steiner's death, Ehrenfried Pfeiffer, the German biochemist Steiner had chosen to make trial batches of biodynamic preparations for the agriculture course, became the leading figure in the biodynamic movement. Pfeiffer helped develop biodynamic farms in Germany and Switzerland, and also in the Netherlands, before moving to Pennsylvania in 1938, not long before the Nazi regime outlawed biodynamics in Germany. Pfeiffer Compost Starter Ehrenfried Pfeiffer designed his compost starter for industrial and urban waste, trialling it commercially between 1950 and 1952 whilst directing a municipal compost programme in Oakland in California. Household waste was composted, 
then pelletized for use as agriculture fertilizer. Based on the six biodynamic compost preparations, numbers 502 to 507, and biodynamic horn manure 500, Pfeiffer's compost starter also contained bacteria, fungi, actinomycetes, yeasts, and other microorganisms capable of generating large quantities of stable compost from green waste via a quick, hot compost fermentation. Having worked with Steiner, Pfeiffer knew that inoculating compost with a microbial starter was no magic bullet, as this encourages a materialistic, physical substances, rather than spiritual, intangible forces, view of the composting process. Pfeiffer's Field Spray Concentrate Aaron Fried Pfeiffer's second spray is a field spray concentrate. This was made in a similar way to the compost starter, but was intended to be sprayed directly on farmland. Its role was to build humus and help stubble or cover crops, green manures to break down before they were ploughed into the soil. Two variations of Pfeiffer's field spray concentrate include Maria Tun's barrel compost spray and Peter Proctor's cowpat pit spray. Maria Tun's barrel compost spray, 502 to 507. This is simply a speeded up form of solid biodynamic compost applied in infinitely smaller volumes and in liquid form. In Germany, it is called Fladenpräparat, or cowpat preparation. In France, it's called le compost de bouse, and in Australasia, a variant of it, made by Peter Proctor, using a brick rather than barrel-lined pit, is called cowpat pit. Barrel compost has numerous other names. Barrel prep, barrel manure, biodynamic compound prep, dung compost spray, manure concentrate, you get the idea. But it has one main function, offering an easier, quicker way of getting the biodynamic compost preparations, 502 to 507, that's six of them all together, onto vineyards rather than waiting the six to 12 months compost piles generally need to mature. This is especially appealing to wine growers with large or steep vineyards or who are unable to find enough of the right compostable material. Peter Proctor's Cowpat Pit, or CPP. It's a spray, and it has the number 502 to 507, which are the six biodynamic preparations that go into it. Peter Proctor called his version of Maria Tun's barrel compost the Cowpat Pit, or Cowpat Prep. This is because... A shallow pitch or trench, about 90 centimetres long by 60 centimetres wide and 30 centimetres deep is used, rather than a barrel. Proctor found making barrel compost problematic, in his words, because it is slow and hard to get the preparation out of the barrel when it is ready, and the preparation can smell because it has gone anaerobic in the barrel. I find it easier to make the preparation in a pit lined on all four sides by old bricks. These absorb moisture 
but keep the dung, or the manure, cool while stopping it from drying out. Alex Podolinski's prepared horn manure 500 plus 502 to 507, and this is a spray. This soil spray was developed by Alex Podolinski, Australia's most well-known biodynamic thinker and practitioner. Growers usually refer to this preparation as simply 500p. Alex Podolinski was born in 1925 to a family of Russian-Ukrainian aristocrats who had been forced to leave Russia during the 1917 revolution. His mother introduced him to biodynamics through her contacts with farmers who had attended Steiner's 1924 agriculture course or who had taken up Steiner's ideas and who tutored Podolinsky at the Gothianium in Dornach in Switzerland. Podolinsky experienced what seems to have been a difficult education at public school in England, but in 1945 he fled to Australia after Churchill and Stalin agreed at Yalta to the setting up of the Russian Repatriation Commission. This threatened to send aristocratic families like Podolinsky's back to the Soviets and an inevitably brutal end. Podolinsky felt that the European biodynamic farmers' insistence on stirring their spray preparations by hand rather than mechanically meant that only small areas of cropland would ever become biodynamic. In his words he said, The world's population has increased four times in my lifetime and we can't feed everyone with small-scale backyard biodynamic farming. Podolinsky reminded his critics that Steiner had accepted mechanical stirring as valid when giving the agriculture course. Podolinsky argued that mechanical stirring was capable of producing more consistent results than hand stirring, like deeper vortices in the water. Podolinsky also felt Europe's biodynamic farmers had shown themselves to be no better qualitatively than their organic counterparts because their solid biodynamic preparations, such as the Hall Manure 500 and the compost preparations, appeared so dry as to be incapable of carrying the formative life forces lacking in contemporary agriculture. This, coupled with his interest in Pfeiffer's field spray concentrate, which we just talked about, led Podolinsky to develop a spray which he called the Prepared 500. Some Australians refer to it as power cow, while another name for it is prepared horn manure, or simply 500p. Although Podolinsky says to describe horn manure 500 as any kind of, quotes, manure is misguided. Podolinsky's prepared 500 is made by combining the six compost preparations, numbers 502 to 507, with horn manure, which is number 500, and leaving the mixture in copper containers for one year. Prepared 500 is dynamized or stirred in water and sprayed on soil in the same way and in the same volume as horn manure 500. Greg Willis's Horn Clay Spray Rudolf Steiner suggested clay was the substance which mediated 
between the two opposing force poles of lime or calcium and silica. The lime polarity looks after crop growth, healthy vine and grape growth, which is what the Horn Manure 500 spray helps to engender in the soil, meaning a good root system. The silica polarity looks after crop taste, which is what the Horn Silica 501 spray helps to engender by addressing grape health and grape varietal and terroir expression, so healthy shoots and leaves. Horn clay was developed in California in the 1990s by Greg Willis to act, he says, like the middle of the seesaw between the lime silica polarities. Horn clay is made by filling cow horns with clay-rich soil taken usually from the owner's farm. The clay is mixed to a slurry, and the filled horns are usually buried for six months, either over winter, where you get winter or fall horn clay, as for horn manure 500, or the clay horn can be buried over summer, as for horn silica 501. François Boucher's Urticae 500 spray. Frenchman François Boucher developed a version of a spray originally conceived by German agronomist Volkmar Lust. Its aim was to stimulate vegetative growth or cell division in newly planted vines or vines whose growth had been weakened or blocked, especially vines suffering from fan leaf degeneration virus or phytoplasma diseases like Flavescence dorée or grapevine yellows and Bois Noir. As its name suggests, Urticae 500 is made by combining stinging nettle, which uh, botanical name is Urtica dioica, nettle tea with horn manure. Winter tree paste. Tree paste, or tree compost if you prefer, is made by combining what Peter Proctor calls the three basic components of the soil, namely clay, sand and cow manure, and these are combined with horn manure 500. Peter Proctor advised mixing together one part each of cow manure, silica sand or diatomaceous earth, and potting clay, bentonite, or calcified sea algae, like uh, lithotam for example, or male. Mixing these with stirred horn manure 500 should produce a thin paste sloppy enough to apply to vine trunks with ease. Other choices for the liquid element include simple rainwater. Tree paste can be applied after leaf fall to strengthen the vine wood, or after pruning to seal pruning wounds, or at bud burst to reduce excoriose or phomopsis. The paste can be applied with a thin whitewash brush by hand on a small number of fruit trees or vines, or with a sprayer on larger farms. Pruning wash. François Boucher describes a pruning wash similar to one used by fruit growers. This is applied in autumn after leaf fall on the vine wood or on the soil, and then again at the end of winter after pruning. The bacteria contained in the pruning wash clean vine wood of pathogens, 
For one hectare of vines, 240 grams of Maria Tun's barrel compost, which contains the preparations 502 to 507, the compost preparations, is mixed with between one and two litres of whey from cow, goat or ewe's milk. In addition, bentonite or monmerillionite clay is pre-mixed into a lumpy paste by diluting it in water. And this is then added to the manure whey mixture at a dose of 1%. Before use, the barrel compost 502 to 507 whey and clay mixture are diluted together in water and stirred or dynamized for 20 minutes and then applied to the land. Thank you for following this discussion on other biodynamic sprays and techniques. Next time, we'll take a look at teas, decoctions, manures, essential oils, and more. My name is Monty Warden, and this was the Italian Wine Podcast. If you're interested in my book, Biodynamic Wine, my publisher, Infinite Ideas, is currently offering 15% off through July the 31st, 2020, with offer code BIO15OFF. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.